As a professional sportsman, uh, everyone sort of understands that they take it pretty seriously, but I sort of try to take a, a different approach and make sure when I'm not at, at soccer or at training, I'm sort of enjoying life outside football. So I suppose, like you said, surfing, getting back in, into that, and yeah, doing different things that a lot of probably footballers don't do or aren't meant to do, I suppose, with the surfing and I sort of ride my skateboard around a little bit, just stuff a little bit different just to uh, not get caught up in the whole football life uh, like many people do. Getting a bit leery on Instagram every now and then? Yeah, I've been in a bit of strife for a few uh, <laughs> videos I've put up, but it's all just like, it's all a bit of fun. I, I don't sort of associate myself as a footballer, so I'm just a, a normal bloke like everyone else. So if I put up a few funny stories, yeah, it sort of comes back to bite me a little bit from our media manager, but it's all in good fun. G'day for Rothers. You know those around us who operate at high energy levels? From friends, family, through to the famous. Those who emanate enthusiasm. They inspire you to be better. Their words give you a rush. This rush fires off dopamine right in the middle of your brain's reward centre. My theory is that at times, just before we need to hit our straps, to tap into peak performance in our flow state, we find these people and harness their energy. I call this energy froth. I call these people frothers. This is a journey to find the frothers, to understand how they inspire themselves and others to be their best. And I'll pass it on to you on this podcast, dare I say frothcast, so you can fly into your next challenge, beaming, pumped, and full of energy. This is a coffee shop with a Red Bull chaser. This is Finding the Frothers. Howdy, Frothers. Uh, today's episode, professional footballer, legendary human, Ryan Grant, or Rhino, as he's known to his mates. mates. I'm going to start uh, before I dive in on the main man. Uh, let's talk about my own footballing career. Don't often get to talk about it, you know. Sometimes you've just got to drop it in there. I guess as a as a child, I idolised Eric Cantona playing for Manchester United. If you don't know much about football, he's French Adonis legend. Has the arrogance of the French, but I, I fucking loved it. Loved watching the way that he would receive the ball, uh, push players off, and then score like he knew it was always going in. And that confidence, I guess led me to play football and really just love it, embrace it, play it every day uh, with dreams of becoming a professional footballer that uh, never came to fruition, but that's fine because in the long run, uh, I think the, the mentality and still loving football and watching it has led me to where I am. And I did win a cheeky stake title when I was 21. Uh, I will be forever immortalized by my... Football club, Wyoming, uh, Wyoming football club on the Central Coast. Uh, scored a goal in the in the grand final, just so you know. But equally as important, I started a business called Good Seats when I was in the UK. We used to take unsold sporting tickets and turn them into volunteering hours. Great idea, I know. Uh, and I actually got to work with Southampton FC, who are in the Premier League, and we essentially repainted one of the local primary school's changing rooms and with 30 volunteers and then we went and watched a football game and yeah it was a really exciting time for me it was my first business I ran pretty much by myself um, with the help of a few mates actually but yeah it allowed me to realize my dream of getting my name into the match day guide Southampton FC versus West Bromwich Albion and while I never reached the heights of becoming a professional footballer like Rhino has, uh, it really felt good because as a football fan, as a football lover, sometimes football players 
and the fans can give the name a really bad rap. And part of starting Good Seats was the racism and sexism and violence that was getting around Europe at the time and, and the poor form of, I guess, some of the minority was reflecting across the majority. And yeah, it's great footballers and great people that really can drive a community. The football clubs in some towns can be the linchpins of the community and that's why I love football more so now than I ever have when I was a child is getting to see these communities come together and support each other. What I love about Rhino is that he's he's a down-to-earth footballer. You'll hear in this interview where he talks about what his vision of a footballer is and how he just is a normal bloke and has his, uh, has his fun, he surfs, he chills, he's got a ripping mullet and he's just a humble bloke and I'm proud to say he's a mate of mine as well as uh, a socceroo and a supporter of local communities and, and really, I guess, a light for what a football player can be. And, and um, yeah, I'm not going to waffle on too long, but, yeah, I hope you really enjoy this episode and see professional sports people in a bit of a different light because Rhino certainly is unique. Without further ado, here's Brian Grant. G'day, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Finding the Frothers with Benny Wallington. I'm frothing as always. And today I've got with me... A buddy of mine, Ryan Grant, uh, from Sydney FC, uh, grand final winning goal scorer, pretty epic, and has just recently made his Socceroos debut against Lebanon in Timmy Cahill's last match. But more important than all those things, I think you're Australia's most famous mullet at the moment. Welcome to Finding the Frothers, mate. Thanks a lot, mate. Cheers. Thanks for having me. (laughs) He's got an absolute ripping mullet. If you haven't seen it, I'll uh, make sure we post up some footage or some photos. Mate, what's got you absolutely frothing at the moment? Uh, I think just been, I just recently moved back to Bondi, so I'm loving um, being back around some mates uh, like yourself and um, the, the weather's starting to come in nice and hot, uh, being summer. So I think, um, yeah, just life in general at the moment, everything's going pretty good. Yeah, loving, loving a bit of surfing, mate. You're getting back into it? Yeah, I have been out a few times. Um, as you know, I had a, a pretty scary accident uh, where I, I broke my arm in in, uh, in the soccer off season uh, surfing over in Collaroy. So um, had to sort of get back on the horse, as they say. But um, no, nah, getting slowly back into it and trying to enjoy it and and not wig out. But um, no, nah, slowly getting there. Super important not to wig out, mate. Especially out in the in the waves, mate. You'd have a pretty hectic uh, training regime based on being a professional sportsman, but what's the one thing you do in your day-to-day routine that has you frothing? Um, yeah, like you said, as a professional sportsman, uh, everyone's pretty, um, or sort of understands that they take it pretty seriously, but I sort of try to take a, a different approach and make sure when I'm not at, at soccer or at training, um, I'm sort of enjoying life outside. Uh, football, so I suppose, like you said, surfing, getting back in, into that, um, and yeah, doing different things that uh, I suppose a lot of probably footballers don't do or aren't meant to do, I suppose, um, with the surfing, and I sort of ride my skateboard around a little bit, um, just, yeah, just stuff a little bit different, just to uh, not get caught up in the whole football uh, life, uh, like many people do. Getting a bit Larry on Instagram every now and then. Yeah, I've been in a bit of strife for a few uh, videos I put up, um, but it's all just like it's all a bit of fun. I, I don't sort of associate myself as a footballer, so I'm just a, a normal bloke like everyone else. So if I put up a few funny stories, um, yeah, it sort of comes back to bite me a little bit from our media manager, but it's all in good fun. 
That's right, mate. You got to have a bit of fun, don't you? Mate, uh, the whole frother concept. You're an absolute frother. We've hung out a bunch of times. Uh, who else in your life would you say is an anchor frother? Someone you can go to at any time just to, to pick you up a little bit when you're down. Um, probably your housemate, uh, Dan Kolapski. I've, I've known him for a very long time, and um, he's always uh, in a good mood, and he's a frother too, so he can always uh, pick me up or um, give me a good laugh. Um, so, yeah, he's definitely one. I've got uh, a few mates that I live with that are always up for a good time too. Um, so they're a couple of frothers, and then obviously my old man's a little bit older and a, a little bit... Um, I suppose mellow more mellow than me um but he's always uh there to have a bit of a chat too so um he's retired so any chance he gets to come up uh, and watch a game or come and hang out he's, he's always up for it so he's he's a he's a low-key frother for sure some powerful frothers in there mate i've met a few of them pretty epic um now being right in try, having to fire yourself up and then i guess you always see the, the footballs arriving at at sports and they've got their big headphones on and everyone's like get, trying to get into the zone, hit that flow state. Is there any music that you use to really fire yourself up? Uh, I get asked that question a little bit. Um, I don't have a particular song that sort of uh, fires me up. I just sort of listen to whatever I'm into at, at, that, at that stage. So I've always got new playlists that I sort of um, listen through and whether we're on the bus or waiting before the game. Um, but yeah, there's no in particular song um, or music, I suppose. It's just sort of what I'm feeling at the time. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm huge on music. I'm always listening to music, always got something different. And um, yeah, pretty big range of music from, you know, pretty heavy stuff to some more mellow stuff. So it could be whatever I'm into at the stage. So if you had to pick one, probably your best playlist to listen to is the Finding the Frothers playlist on Spotify next time you're on the way to the game, mate. Um, but if you had to pick one song, because I need to put one in, <laughs> what would it be to put you on the spot? Um, can I find one? Yeah, mate. Go, go for it. I'll check my playlist. We're just checking Spotify at the moment. This is, this is real life, this. <laughs> <laughs> in the moment. Actually, we could ask you about, um, you were playing my team the other day, the old Central Coast Mariners. Bit of a dubious goal, that first one. Uh, did you trip over your shoelaces or was that a clip? Definitely got clipped, mate. I'm not a, I'm not a diver. <laughs> um, no, I was pretty contentious and I was a, I was stressing a little bit, actually. But no, definitely got clipped. So, um, yeah, all in all in fairness. Went down a little, maybe a little bit too easy, but definitely fell. Yeah, I, 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 I would take you as a diver, mate. I just wanted to uh, double check. I thought it was pretty funny <laughs> if I look on your face. <laughs> um, I found one. It's uh, from the band Skeggs. It's called Stop. Uh, it's not too new. Uh, it's from their new album. But, um, yeah, probably at the moment that's what gets me going. I went to their gig not long ago too, and that was real fun. So that was good. Just getting in a bit of the mosh pit there, mate. Yeah, I was actually a bit rowdy. Mate, so you obviously have a pretty powerful uh, inner circle network, especially when it comes to sporting personalities. Is there anyone just outside your inner circle that you'd really love to connect with and why? It's probably, I, I, I love um, watching the Swannies um, play and there's a bloke that plays them that uh, and called Dane Rampy and he actually lives around Bondi and I see him all the time um, and I've spoke to him a couple of times um, but nothing too serious but he seems like a pretty genuine dude and someone that um, would be a, a real frother so um, yeah, we'd love to actually um, have a good chat to him but um, 
yeah, it's not, it's not, not really my thing to sort of uh, make a deal about it and go talk to him. I'm a bit of a fanboy, which is sort of a bit embarrassing to admit, but no, I reckon he'd be a, a real dude. That's awesome, mate. It's something we talk about when you try and approach people who are just, just outside your inner circle is to is to think of going to it like as a mate kind of thing. And that seems to work. I'm pretty sure he goes to the um, the sauna in Bondi. I'm pretty yeah, sure I've yeah. seen those, the Swans boys in there. Maybe that's the place, mate. We should hunt <laughs> out at the sauna. Yeah, I might just stay there every morning and hopefully <laughs> run into him. <laughs> These are uh, cutting-edge strategies here at Finding the Frothers and how to connect with frothers <laughs> with Ryan Grant. Mate, let's talk about uh, people who potentially within your personal life or people who you've looked up to for a long time who've passed away. Is there anyone that you'd like to give a shout-out to that you still still receive the froth from? Um, I've been pretty lucky and not had um, too many, um, I think, close friends or, or relos pass away in my life. I've uh, had an uncle pass away um, when I was a bit younger and I sort of didn't understand um, how big that was. I think I was only about... 11 or 12 or maybe maybe a little bit younger so I didn't really get the the idea but um my mum and dad say he he loved every every um cousin and um nephew and uh, niece so he was real big um on family and he was real big on sport and they still stay to this day um how pumped he would be to see me um playing football at a professional level and um how much he would love to sort of um, be at a game and um, I sort of suppose froth out as you'd say um, but yeah he was he was um, someone that we're really close to um, grew up in the same town obviously a small town so we had a real tight-knit family and um, yeah like I said I didn't sort of get the the gauge of it when I was a bit younger when he passed away but um, definitely hit the the family pretty hard um, and yeah they, like I said my parents always say that he would love to be around these days to sort of see it happen um, and he was yeah he was always up for a good time so I think yeah, he's he's definitely looking over me at, in some in some way or form, and um, yeah, helped me along the way. That's awesome, mate. That's a part of part of that question is always about like how do you access these people, um, and whether it's if they're someone famous through YouTube clips, but obviously for you, it's through your parents' stories, and uh, obviously love to bring him up when you when you're succeeding because that's just such a powerful thing to have in the back of the mind and and an extra motivator. So um, yeah, doing it for your family, mate, it's pretty powerful. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they they're always uh, always there and always have been. Um, so yeah, definitely uh, very family orientated. So uh, yeah, stoked, mate. I wonder who this is going to be because this is the ultimate hero frother. So who would be the most ultimate person that you could meet and take me to the first fifteen minutes with them? Uh, that's a difficult question. I think um, as a young fellow, I loved rugby league uh, and loved Ryan Girdler. I'm a big um, Penrith Panthers supporter. Um, and I, yeah, froth uh, girds and always have. So I think I have met him a few times, and he's actually uh, tweeted me a couple of times because I've mentioned him in a few different interviews and whatnot. So he's definitely a dude that um yeah I'd love to sort of hang out with and have a few beers or um have a yarn with. Um yeah I don't know sort of how it'd go down, but I'd definitely probably annoy him, talk footy, and <laughs> and being a soccer player, I know when people want to talk soccer, you don't always want to. <laughs> talk about that so I'd probably be that annoying fan that wants to talk footy and about his good old days um but yeah just like someone I can sort of relate to as a as a sportsman um yeah and obviously he was a hero of mine so it's yeah it's pretty um yeah easy one for me to sort of pick him um but yeah I'd, I'd sort of like I said have a few beers have a chinwag and um ask him a few questions of, about life because he's, he's done pretty well in his um 
life after footy too. He's got a couple cafes, which I think would be a pretty pretty cool way to, uh, I suppose, retire. Um, own a few cafes and live a pretty cruisy life. Um, he, he surfs out at DY2. I used to see him out there. So, um, yeah, I think he's, he's someone I can definitely relate to on both a lifestyle and a sort of um, sportsman um, yeah, way. Mate, I've got to ask because I'm a huge football fan myself and a massive Cristiano Ronaldo fan. Uh, I know you're a dirty Liverpool fan and you just beat us this morning, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is a bit annoying. But um, so, who who out of the footballers of all time, I guess, would you would you say is the ultimate football frother? Who do I love? Uh, growing up, I love Stevie G just because I was a Liverpool fan and he was the heart and soul of Liverpool for a long time there. So. I think he's a yeah he's an ultimate frother. Um, but then I suppose a more relatable one would probably be Harry Kiel, another one when I was younger. He was a legend. He played for Liverpool too. So um, yeah, he's 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 definitely a legend. I've I've actually got to play against him uh, a couple of times when he when he came back to the A League, which was a pretty cool experience. Um, but yeah, they're probably two of the two of the main ones. Both like I said, being Liverpool players makes it a little bit easier for me. But um, yeah, that, that's probably about it. Hey, I don't really, like I said, I, I'm, a, I'm a soccer player, but I don't follow it too much. I know we uh, gave you a hide this morning, which was good <laughs> to wake up to. It was a bit dusty this morning, so it was a, a good way to wake up and watch the highlights. Um, yeah, obviously beating Man United. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, definitely the two Liverpool players, I think. Yeah, I got to sit. I got to wake up here at three a.m. and sit there with your anchor for the Dan, who goes for Liverpool as well, and our other flatmate Sammy, and uh, sit there and watch us be pretty average, but you guys are, have got a solid squad this year and it's actually really exciting to watch you as much as I hate to admit it. Um, and also to watch you, mate, Sydney FC. So, yeah, lots of froth getting around in the football circuit in this room. Uh, mate, what have you, What in the world are you frothing on at the moment in terms of, like, the future of where we're headed? It's a deep question. It's deep. Um, Let's get deep. Yeah, I suppose it's a pretty hot topic these days. I think people are more in tune with what's happening, uh, whether it be... Um, to the earth, I suppose itself, or just in general with the the politics and whatnot. Um, I think I'm I'm sort of frothing on, um, yeah, people sort of being taking more notice of of what they can do better or um, how they can be a better uh, person. Um, everyone's always trying to, I suppose, um, get better as a person, but people are more in tune with, I think, and um, doing things like this, like yourself. Um, like going out there and, and having this positive energy and trying to talk to different people and hang out with different people and just make sure there's a good vibe um, going around. So I think I think what I'm um, frothing about in the world is just, yeah, people being more in tune and, and trying to make a difference, I think. I think it's very easy to sort of sook and, and uh, point fingers and say who's doing things bad in the world and why we're in this certain place, but it's, it's a different thing to, for people to sort of stand up and... Um, try and make that difference, whether it's the very cliche Bondi thing and uh, having a keep cup or a keep bottle, you know, just little things like that, um, just for the environment. Like that's a very, um, I suppose, um, easy way to start. But just things like that, people are definitely trying to uh, make a difference um, in the world, which I think uh, if everyone does that little bit, one percenters, um, yeah, it's going to improve the whole world and something um, everyone can enjoy, I suppose. Yeah, there's some topics we've we've chatted about over a few frothies, which is which is pretty rad, and definitely uh, a few frothers in Bondi who are doing who are taking up the 
Lee taking up the charge with um, Soul Cups and Take Three for C, Tim over there as well. Um, mate, so if you could condense your gift into one workshop, what would the workshop be and what would the concept be? Or what would the name be and what would the concept be? Yeah, I'm actually stumped. I don't know how to answer it. That's all right. Mate, I think from from uh, my perspective of you is like, and what makes you great is what you've just mentioned before, which is talking about how you are a professional footballer. You just debuted for the Socceroos. Like, that's the top you can get to in Australia. Um, but you're also very down to earth. So I think there's, and particularly in the NRL, um, not to, to point them out, but I think there's a bit of a disconnect in uh, when young players come through and they are suddenly thrust into the spotlight that football is everything and there's nothing else uh, and that can cause a lot of issues. So maybe there's something around with young sportsmen as they integrate um, because I know uh, I actually saw Louise Saha, X-Men United, great. Um, he's got a company which integrates sportsmen after they, or, and sportsmen and women after they finish their career into what they do next. But I don't. I haven't seen many people around doing like what are we doing for them as they come in. So I don't know. Maybe maybe that's already being done now. So mate, I will. I've got a couple more questions. But what's the number one way that people can connect with you online or otherwise? Um, yeah, I've just got. I've got um, all the social media. I've got Twitter, uh, Facebook. Uh, I don't use Facebook that much, but also Instagram. So yes, yeah. If you want to get in touch. Um, or send a comment or, or whatnot, um, hit me up on Instagram. Uh, I've never said that, so it's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> I think it's just Ryan Grant. Um, obviously, Ryan's spelt with a H, just um, my parents making life difficult. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm always sort of uh, on Instagram, and I don't post many photos, but I'm always on there and having a laugh and putting a few stories up. So, um, yeah, if you want to follow me, go ahead. Um, I'll give you a follow back if, if you've got a bit of good content, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Need a bit of good content to get the follow back. Uh, mate, just, just to round it out, on this podcast, I always try and connect people with other frothers. I know you've done some great work within the community through Sydney FC and children who are in need, um, bringing both the excitement of your, your skills as a footballer, but just as a human as well. I'd love to connect you with a guy I met several years ago called Dan Toomer. Uh, he has a company called Aniko, and he works a lot in Europe with displaced humans. So basically, um, he's got like a footballing program where he works with um, mainly refugees and helps them to integrate into society through football. And I think he would get a massive kick and I think you would get a massive kick out of having a chat with him and potentially there might be some some collaborations down the line. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, yeah, just touching on that, like you said, I've, I've done a lot of stuff with Sydney FC where we're um, asked to sort of go out to the community, whether it's um, different schools or just soccer clubs and um sort of yeah sign some um jerseys and take some photos but i've also uh yeah sort of helped out with a, a club called uh, the purple hearts which is a um sort of a soccer team or soccer teams a, a senior and a, a junior team to um for, for people with disabilities and um got a real kick out of that i'd i was um not a, not around there for a long time because i i ended up moving uh suburbs so i was a, a, away from it um but yeah, now that I'm sort of back in Bondi and back in the area, I'm very keen to get back involved in that. And yeah, would would love to meet um, your mate Dan and and get in touch and and, and see what we can do there. Because yeah, it's something that I am pretty passionate about. I do love sort of trying to give back and um, having a laugh with kids. I sort of 
froth on um, hanging out with kids and uh, get a good laugh out of that. So it's something I'm, yeah, like I said, pretty passionate about and would love to do that. Awesome, mate. Love it. Love your work. Keep on kicking ass, mate. And um, yeah, looking forward to, to hanging out and having more frothies with you. Sounds good, mate. Keen ass. Cheers. Quick one, guys. To keep this show afloat, feel free to subscribe and share the love. Maybe even leave a cheeky comment review. That'd be awesome. You can find the show notes on my website at bennywallington.com. And finally, this episode was sponsored by my grandma, Joyce Reichel, who passed away last year from dementia. She was one of the original frothers and would talk to anyone on the bus, train or wherever and generously impart her energy and wisdom. So if you see an elderly person who is looking for someone to froth with, go and hang out with them. They've got the best stories. Also, a huge shout out to our producer, Lily Haynes, for bringing this to life and Billy Otto, who created that beautiful introduction in true Billy Otto style. Also, my buddies in Australia and the UK who have been super generous in swimming me feedback. In a way, all of you guys are sponsoring me with your time. Love to the guests, past and future, and also to you guys for listening. Ciao for now. You.